Welcome to the Berman Golf Podcast, where we're helping golfers over the age of 60 increase distance off the tee so that they can hit shorter irons into the green. Yeah, baby. You can visit us at BermanGolf.com for more information and get ready. This is going to be a fun one. And we're rolling, baby, the Long Balls Golf Podcast. Dr. Jake Berman here, the originator of the Berman Method of Golf Performance, where we specialize in helping aging golfers move better so they can increase distance, improve ball striking, and play more frequently without aches and pains. Yeah, baby, yeah especially down here in Naples, Florida. I mean, there is no shortage of this demographic, specifically aging golfers six over the age of 60. Jeez Louise, the vast majority of golfers in this town is that person. You're aging, you're getting older, you don't move as good as you used to. You're losing distance off the tee and with the long clubs. You're losing your consistency with ball striking, shot shape, you're topping it, you're chunking it, you're shanking it, or your body's just not keeping up. You're not able to play back-to-back days because your back or your knee or your shoulder or whatever it is, your aches and pains, so you've got to take a rest day. Now, all three of those things is what the Berman Method was developed for. And today, I want to go over the three most common questions we get And I'm going to give you the answers that are so vastly different from the rest of the golfing world. And when I refer to the golfing world, what I'm referring to is all of the false golf profits on YouTube saying that they're going to fix your slice in 10 swings or all of this. What the heck are you talking about? You're going to fix somebody's slice in 10 swings? Like, how? Like, how is that going to work for somebody that can't even use their body the way they should in the first place? So that the Golf Channel, the PGA Pro Tour, right? So watching the pros on the tour, man, look at McElroy. I should be able to get that kind of a backswing. Look at JT. I should be able to get my feet off at impact, and then I'll gain that distance. So anyways, let's go over the three most common questions that I get, and my answers might surprise you because it's most likely going to be very different from what you see in Golf Magazine, Golf.com, the Golf Channel, any of the golf, golf, whatever, right? Popular golf channels or golf, popular golf media outlets. Number one, remember, this is specifically for aging golfers. I need to increase my club head speed to gain distance or make it in a question form. If I gain more club head speed, will I gain more distance? Now, this is where this is what changed everything for me, because when I first started the Berman Method, you know, I knew I had something that was different because the way I came about it, I got to give you a little backstory before I can answer this question more clearly. The way I came about this was I started my physical therapy practice 
And I unintentionally started working with golfers with back pain and then ultimately specializing in working with golfers with back pain. Who would have thought that there would be an overabundance of golfers with back pain in Naples, Florida, right? Then these guys started telling me as we're going through our treatments and they're getting better and they're golfing again, they're saying, man, I'm hitting the ball better now than I've hit it in years, and that's when the, the light, went, light bulb went on. I'm like, okay, I wonder if we did the same intervention with somebody who didn't have back pain. Would they too start hitting the ball better? Would they too start gaining distance and improving ball striking? Lo and behold, fast forward, the answer was yes. Did my own independent studies on my own clients over the next few years and fine-tuned it to get to this answer where I was like, Eureka, if I could just get these older guys to swing faster by using the right muscles, they're going to gain more, even more distance. So I started working on that for a while. I'm like, yeah, club head speed, club head speed. And the thing that changed everything for me was when I had Ed Rogers in my, my um, Naples location that was a makeshift hitting bay to say the least it's like okay put some take this wall out put some astro turf on the ground and put a hitting net up and let's bang some balls and say it's a hitting bay so ed he at the time he was 72 years old and a scratch golfer he was consistently 230 240 off the tee and I asked him to come down and let me work with him because I wanted him and his son Clayton's help on figuring out what it is that I had. What what do I have going on here? Help me out because they're the pros. I'm just the biomechanics guy. So there Ed is, 72-year-old Ed. He's taking some practice swings with his driver in my makeshift hitting bay. And I'm looking at him from behind going, man, this is a beautiful swing. Like really, really technically sound swing. And I'm scratching my head going, I wonder if I'm going to be able to help this guy. So then we tee a ball up and he goes to hit the golf ball. He hits it and the club head on the swing through goes straight up into my ceiling. So we got those square foam ceiling tiles. I guess they're foam. And the club head goes straight up into the ceiling he hits the ground, I hit the ground. I'm going, what in the heck just happened? Because he just got done doing full speed practice swings and the club head wasn't even close to the ceiling. Now, granted, remember, this was a makeshift hitting bay. So if I had to be honest about it as far as how far it was, it was probably six, eight inches away from the ceiling. Maybe a foot, probably not that far. But again, the driver's the long stick, and at the top of the swing through, the club head was at least eight inches away from the ceiling. So I'm going, what just happened? I mean, you weren't even close to the ceiling. So we both shrugged our shoulders and said, I don't know, try it again. So he takes practice swings again, doesn't even come close to the ceiling again, tees another ball up, hits the ball, and the same exact thing happened again. After they hit the ball, the club head goes straight up into the ceiling. Dust is coming down and we're going, what in the world is going on here? 
So this took me down this road of saying, how do I explain this from a physics standpoint? Because something's happening here. Technically, nothing's changing. Technically, he's got a very solid swing from a technical standpoint. So lo and behold, I do some physics equations, some mathematical equations, and come to find out that his speed was not changing from his practice swing to his real swing. What was deficient was the amount of power behind that speed when it ran into the object, which was the golf ball. Because there was not sufficient power behind that speed, when he hit the golf ball, it changed the trajectory of the club head and ultimately the club path into a more upward direction and it went up into the ceiling. So this was a long-winded answer to the question, if I increase my club head speed, I should increase distance. And that is not true over the age of 60 because your body moves differently. It just moves differently than it does before the age of 60. So yes, when you're 20, 30, 40 years old, you gain some more club head speed, you're going to gain more distance. On average, for every mile an hour club head speed, you're going to gain 2.8 more yards of carry distance, right? That is not true over the age of 60 because power now comes into the equation. You've got to have power behind the speed to keep the trajectory going in the right direction. So you're essentially delivering that power into the golf ball. So said differently, you can take somebody over the age of 60 and increase their club head speed one or two or even three miles an hour, and it will not always translate into an equivocal 2.8 yards per mile. Now, let me make it even simpler. I'm going to do the exact opposite. To further prove this point, the most common thing that we see in our office is a gain of around 10 yards with a 7-iron with only one mile an hour increase in club head speed. So if you go with the same equation, that just doesn't make sense from the golf world. Like, it doesn't make sense. If you gain 10 yards, then you really should have gained, what is it? So it's 2.8 yards, so that's three and a half, four, just call it four for simplicity reasons. Four miles an hour club head speed to gain 10 yards. We're gaining 10 yards with on average one mile an hour club head speed. There's lots of times where we'll gain five to eight yards with a decrease of one mile an hour club head speed. From a technical standpoint, golf pros say, well, yeah, you're getting better ball contact. You can call it whatever you want. What I'm going to call it is the laws of physics are saying that we are now transferring more power into that golf ball 
So the only option on planet Earth, due to the laws of physics, not the theory of physics, this is a law, is that the golf ball is going to go farther. So it's not increasing club head speed. It's increasing power, delivering more power into the golf ball, which is so much easier to improve than club head speed when you're over the age of 60. So there was a very long-winded answer to that first question. The next two questions that I'm going to answer will not be that long-winded I mean, that was really setting down the foundation of what we're doing or talking about today. But it is the most common one that I hear from aging golfers. Man, I'm losing so much club head speed. I'm losing so much distance. I got to swing faster to get the ball to go farther. Not so fast. Got to have power behind that speed. Okay, next one. I need to create more lag so that I can compress the golf ball. Now, this one, you're going to have to try to visualize it because I'm going to try to explain it as visually as I possibly can. So lag simply means the handle of the club is ahead of the club head at impact. So the club head is lagging behind your hands at impact. That's what's what creating lag is. The problem is... Most aging golfers try to replicate the lag position at impact. Let me make sure I say this the right way. You're trying to replicate it, but the practicing technique that you're utilizing is not right. the right technique, meaning that you're getting into the position and you're holding it. You're going to the top of your backswing and then you're trying to get into that lag position and you're holding that position. And you're like, yeah, hands are forward, chest is forward, belt buckles forward, club head's back, I'm lagging the the golf club, or the, the club head. The problem is that you're focusing on the wrong problem. You're actually focusing on a symptom of the bigger problem. The symptom is you can't get your hands ahead of the club head at impact. That's a symptom, not the problem. The problem that causes that symptom is the fact that you didn't even initiate the the backswing the right way. So this is where you're going to have to bear with me for a little bit. And this is where people just kind of, it takes a while for you to drink the Kool-Aid on this one. So remember, I'm not a golf pro. I'm a biomechanics expert. I am a doctor of physical therapy. Biomechanics is my expertise. The human body, pathophysiology, that's my expertise. So the problem that people have when they can't create lag is that they're initiating the golf swing, initiating the backswing with their hands. When you initiate the backswing, with your hands, it's telling your brain that the primary mover of this thing in my hand is my hands, meaning that you know you're trying to accomplish the task of swinging the golf club and delivering the club head to the golf ball. When you start the golf swing with your hands, you're telling your brain that your hands and your arms are the primary mover of that task. Now, 
Think about this. If you get to the top of the backswing and you initiate the downswing with your hands, you have already started the flipping action. That's what causes a flip. When you start, when you initiate the downswing with your hands, that's how you initiate a flip. You cannot lag the golf club when you're flipping at it. By definition, it's the exact opposite. So the best way, the most effective way for an aging golfer to create more lag at impact has nothing to do with practicing getting from the top of the backswing to impact. And it has everything to do with how you initiate the backswing. You've got to initiate the backswing with your body, with your belt buckle. I say it all the time. Initiate the backswing with your belt buckle. Let your belt buckle lead the way. Because what that does is it tells your brain that, oh, my body, the body is the primary mover of this. So when you get to the top of the backswing, your body will initiate the downswing. When your belt buckle leads the way from the backswing, top of the backswing to the downswing, then you actually have a chance to allow your hands to lag behind your body. When your hands lag behind your body, then you actually have a chance to allow the club head to lag behind your hands. So that's a really good one that I love hearing all the time. Make sure that if you think that lagging the, the club at impact is your problem, start focusing on initiating the backswing. Quit practicing getting from the top of the backswing down because it ain't gonna work. All right. Number three, this is the last one we'll end on, is gaining more shoulder turn will give me more club head speed and more distance. Oh my goodness. If I had $5 for every time I heard somebody over the age of 60 saying, man, if I could just get my club or my shoulder turn bigger, I could hit the ball farther. It's just not true. What I can tell you with 100% honesty or not honesty, I'm always honest, transparency so that you can see what we're doing here in the office is that the first thing that we do is limit how far you go in the backswing to get you more distance. The first thing that we do is we get rid of this accessory movement where you're trying to wrap the damn club around your neck and you're bending your left elbow and it's like, what the hell? The shaft is parallel at the top of your backswing and you're 72 years old? What are you thinking? There's no way that's efficient. You're not 30 years old and you're not on the tour. You should not be getting the shaft parallel at the top of the backswing with a driver when you're 70 years old. It is so rare for you to be that big of a physical anomaly that you have that much flexibility, mobility, and strength that you can do that efficiently. So what you should be doing is actually controlling your shoulder turn. Not trying to get a bigger shoulder turn, but actually controlling your shoulder turn. And what, that, what I mean by that is, you've got to be using muscles 
to get to the max range available of your shoulder turn. That is very different from using momentum to get max shoulder turn. Because when you let momentum take you into the max shoulder turn, you ultimately go past what you actually physically have available in your thoracic spine, which is where shoulder turn comes from, and you end up wrapping the club around your neck and bending the left elbow, and then you have to unwrap it to even begin to get the body to go the other direction. So the easiest thing that you can do if you're concerned about shoulder turn, is to focus on controlling your shoulder turn. Take excessively longer to get to the top of your backswing. See if you can do a 15-second backswing, meaning that set your timer for 15 seconds and start it as soon as you start the backswing, and you better not be to the top of your backswing before the timer goes off at 15 seconds. Most people will absolutely struggle with this. And the reason why you struggle with this is because it requires muscles and not momentum to take 15 seconds to get to the top of the backswing. And that, my friends... Wherever the top of your backswing is at the end of 15 seconds, if you do this the right way, that is where the top of your backswing should be when you're swinging the club in real time. If your club is any farther than that in real time, then you're using momentum and not muscles, and that increased shoulder turn will mean diddly squat on the reverse. All right, so there's my three most common questions. We'll do this more frequently as we go through 2024 is I will take notes on what I hear the most here in the office in the hidden bays, and I'll try to get that out to you guys so that we can start working smarter and not harder. We can get away from the false golf profits on YouTube and everywhere else and say, you know what, that just doesn't resonate with me. You know, you're older now. You're going to have to accept that you're older. And because of that, you're not going to be able to get the return on investment that a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old might get with these people on YouTube and Instagram and all these gadgets out there, all these speed increasing drills and this speed stick and all of these things. My Facebook page is just inundated with all of these golf gadgets and gizmos. It's like, those are great for 20 and 30 and 40 year olds. Those are horrible for anybody over the age of 60. That's why I developed this. Make sure you like and subscribe to this thing. Share this episode with one of your buddies that swears that they need to increase their shoulder turn or whatever it is. Share this with them and say, hey, maybe that's not the answer. And until next time, I really appreciate you guys listening. Have fun. Swing easy. Load that right leg. Keep the core engaged. Grip it and let it rip, baby. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. For more information, please go to BermanGolf.com. That's B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N, BermanGolf.com. And check out a ton of stuff that we have there. 
or even better, go to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, or even on TikTok. Check us out everywhere. We've got tons of content going out every week. And please give us a thumbs up. Comment on the videos. Let me know what your questions are. Try to shoot holes in this. I'll do whatever I can to help you out the best that I can. Thank you, guys.